to be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Jesus said to his disciples, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you always. The Spirit of Truth, whom the world cannot accept because it neither sees nor knows him. But you know them. You know him, because he remains with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me because I live and you will live. On that day, you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Whoever has my commandments and observes them is the one who loves me. Whoever loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love them and reveal myself to them. The Gospel of the Lord. All right, first two minute candles. You see how this candle is burning brightly. This candle is only humble. This is the side you're on. And that Holy Spirit that's already in you through baptism is going to grow and become a big flame through this Eucharist. I don't know what else the message could be other than that wish might be longer. Today's first is beautiful. It's from the Acts of the Apostles. And some people say that a better name for the Acts of the Apostles is the Acts of the Holy Spirit. Because the Acts of the Apostles is the history of the early church. But it isn't so much the people as it is the Holy Spirit working through the people. Because people are not perfect. And we could never build up a church like we have today on human beings only. It is only by the power of God working in us through people. At first came through Christ. Truly a person, but also God. And He baptizes us with the Holy Spirit that we receive fully after His sacrifice which reconciles us to God for the forgiveness of sins so that the Holy Spirit can be in us because God cannot be present where there's sin. The lack of visitation of God when there's sin. It's the driving out of that Spirit in us. He wants us to follow His command and to be with Him. And our Acceptance of Jesus as Lord, asking for forgiveness of our sins, makes room for that Holy Spirit. And you hear in the first reading that Philip was a person who did great things. He proclaimed the gospel, 
And then it doesn't say that Philip cast out demons. It doesn't say that Philip cured the sick. It says as they preached, demons were cast out and the sick were healed. The Holy Spirit was doing that work. Now, can I remind you who Philip is? Do I need to remind you who that Philip is? Maybe. In chapter 6, the apostles were so busy with the growing church that they needed help. And so they ordained deacons. They laid hands upon the deacons to do very seemingly humble work to manage the distribution of the food, looking over in the hall for hand in hand. But the first person in that list was St. Stephen, and he too was martyred for proclaiming the faith. The second person on that list was Philip, who we hear about today, who went down to Samaria, down near a lower altitude, it's actually north, to what was an enemy town, and he proclaimed Christ, and they accepted Christ. And so this person who was called from humble beginnings, like you and I, starts in small ways, but we grow, and that Holy Spirit works in us until we do great things if we let that Spirit work through us, either in our little world where we currently are, or perhaps like Philip going off to different places. But God wants to do those great things in us, but it's by the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, it says something that I find very hard to understand. I'm not going to pretend I explain it. But did you catch that part where it says they were baptized in the name of Jesus, so they hadn't yet received the Holy Spirit. And so Peter and John were sent from Jerusalem to them in Samaria, and they laid their hands upon the converts, and then they received the Holy Spirit. This is reality of the Catholic Church, and we believe the true church, but all those who don't share the Roman Catholic faith who are Christians are brothers and sisters. But what you see is the sacramentality of salvation in that God entered our humanity so that we could receive God. On our own we had separated ourselves. So God enters into us. Jesus is a divine reality present in our human reality. That's the definition of a sacrament. And it's through Jesus that the Holy Spirit becomes efficacious in us who were once sinners because he reconciles us and then allows that Holy Spirit to be present again. And so he says in the Gospel, if you love me, you'll follow my commands. Everyone's given free will. God wants us or needs us to use that free will to accept salvation. And so, by our search, by our faith, by our listening to what's been handed down to us, at some point we make a decision on a human level to say, I believe Jesus is Lord, I'm going to follow Him or His way. But then, we are invited to recognize we must turn from a life of not following Him sometimes very concrete sins we can identify and we repent of them, or simply waywardness, not recognizing all the gifts God has given us. 
especially in our Lord. And so we confess our sins, resolve to follow Christ, but then God does something incredible. Fills us with the Holy Spirit. Jesus' mission is not only to save us and forgive us our sins and reconcile us, but to baptize us with the Holy Spirit. And so, that Holy Spirit then, it says, allows us to encounter Christ Jesus, the risen Lord. So those in the Gospel, those who love me will follow my command, and I will love them, and I will give them another advocate, the Holy Spirit, and I will reveal myself to them. Once we take the first step by our human choice, God meets us and fills us with that Holy Spirit so that we may know that God truly is Jesus. He truly is risen. And He truly has power. And He truly is with us in the sacrament, baptism, and Eucharist, and through the Holy Spirit, the Church, handed down over the years through the Apostles and the sacraments, and that Holy Spirit gives us greater power to know our faith more completely and to act time so that others may know that faith too. So, first communicants, this is a very real thing that we do today. The Eucharist we celebrate looks like Father Paul with bread and wine. It's really Jesus at the Last Supper handing down to you the benefits of salvation, His life, death, and resurrection is truly present. It brings us closer to Him. He lives in us. He loves. And we know His love more deeply. And I pray that for you too, you too will have that powerful experience of God's love. This is Lord revealing Himself to you sacramentally and in the Holy Spirit. For the rest of us, how about you? Would you like to also ask God for that blessing to know Him more deeply through the power of that Holy Spirit as we profess in our lives our commitment to the Lord to once again acknowledge our sinfulness and to ask to be filled with the Holy Spirit who even today
Thank you. 